You're listening to the New Utah Podcast with your hosts, Bree. People can say my name and I still don't pay attention. Chris. This is what happens when your number one health concern in the state is porn. Jeremy. Flicks it and then walks out and just kicks the living crap out of whoever. And Julia. This week on Julia does everything that's embarrassing. Episode 340-340 episodes of the New Utah Podcast. Julia's actually here this week to tell us about something embarrassing. Oh. <laughs> That's your cue to tell us something embarrassing. Um, let me think about it. Well, you went to Vegas. I'm sure something embarrassing happened there. Probably. <laughs> well, you think about it for a minute. Okay. I want you to explain to me, so those of you that don't know, Julia and Brighton go to Vegas frequently. Like twice a year, maybe three times. That's pretty frequently for yeah. a couple that doesn't drink and doesn't really gamble. What the fuck do you do in Vegas? We see all the shows. That's true. They so we went to Cirque du Soleil and David but, Copperfield but, and Cirque the Comedy du, Pet Show. Hold on. Cirque du Soleil, there's like 10 of them. Which uh-huh. one? We've seen almost all of them. Well, which one did you go to this we time? We went and saw Mad Apple this time. Very raunchy, very funny. Okay. I've never heard of that one. It's brand see? new. Well, there you go. Yep. Hey. And then we saw David Copperfield, which was really cool. Do they have like a standard Cirque Soleil one that they do all the time, or is they it... all go they, all the time? So it depends. They on, just have different. Yeah, there, there's different ones. Most of the casinos have most of the big casinos. I, I think they have deals with quite a few of them. Have specific shows because they're not like they can't just do them wherever. Their stages are elaborate. Yeah, this... Their sets are crazy. Like the O show that's in. Um, that one's Bellagio cool. has a moving stage that's half underwater half the time. Yeah, so well, they do a bunch of dives into pools and stuff. So there's no moving that. And that's... then, no, and Ka has a stage that literally tips sideways and they climb up it and they jump, like, rep climb up it and stuff. Yeah, like these shows, like these They're stages They're permanent and installations. Stuff, yeah, they have they... stores for them outside, like everything. They have to be. They spend... Hundreds of millions of dollars on these shows. Like they're they're there for a long time, and they're money makers. Have you guys seen Penn and Teller? Not yet. Oh, oh you should. You guys we have will, wasted, but we haven't yet. Wasted your time seeing shitty we David did, Copperfield. <laughs> we did the bus tour thing where we got to sit on the top of the bus. That was pretty fun. There's a brand new Las Vegas sign that they just made. New lit up sign. So that was is fun. it is they, it like bigger because the the actual it didn't replace it. It's on the other end of the street. The actual Las Vegas it's a lot sign bigger. is it's really a lot small. bigger and it goes over the street. Yeah, it's, that the original ones and it's crappy. Yeah, and the new like, one has a big old arch that goes it's over like, it. That's the thing that's crazy because it's so iconic and it's so small and so shitty. little. And the way people take pictures of it, it makes it look like it's right there. It's not. It's like at the far. Far trashy. No, it's at the very the end. It's yeah. like before the strip even starts. <laughs> yeah, it's it's just the way people take that yeah. picture, so it looks yeah. like. But I learned that whoever designed it and the city, they didn't copyright the image, which is why everyone has the logo on. Everything. Which is why it's on Las every Vegas sign on everything because there's no copyright. It's totally royalty free. But that was back in like the late forties, early fifties. It's still that way. That's why they were saying on well, tour. I'm saying you can't copyright it at that point because it's become yeah. commonplace. It's too, yeah, because it's, it's too old, huh? It's like once ev- you hit seventy five years, it's free. Depends on what it is. Thank you, Walt Disney, for that, by the way, because uh, before that, uh, shit did not last that long under copyright. Uh, Walt Disney actually fought to maintain longer copyrights for authors and musicians. Because yeah, it depends on what properties. it is. Because there's some crap that like five years and it's up. It, so it all depends on how you file it and what it is. But anyway, yeah. trademarks and copyrights are interesting things. Trademarks in particular, but that doesn't matter. So, um. Okay, well, that makes sense. You like to yeah. go for no, the shows? Yeah, no, we go to shows, we go to nice restaurants, we... So those are good Brighton reasons Brighton goes and does street photography, like that kind of thing. So my sister and her family went there for Thanksgiving 
I was like, sure. I was like, sure. Why I didn't hear the whole story of why they decided to go to bed. Anyway, for, so Christmas or Christmas, Thanksgiving, we're having our Thanksgiving dinner with the family and everything. And they're sending messages. She said, we just got in the line. It's a two hour wait for Thanksgiving dinner. About an hour and 45 minutes later, she sends another message and she goes, we were wrong. That was the line to get on the reservation list oh, my to gosh. go to dinner. So they went to like Panda or something. Mm-hmm. So they that didn't sucks. think. So they didn't they think to, to reserve Vegas it ahead of that time. They would need reservations for dinner. I don't know. <laughs> for, for, for Thanksgiving dinner. Thanksgiving, yeah. Thanksgiving dinner. Yeah. All I, you can eat Thanksgiving dinner. Like that is probably the best buffet of the year. Well, you saw your sister goes to a Chinese restaurant on Thanksgiving because they don't cook. Did you see their pictures from no, Thanksgiving? I guess I didn't look. Yeah, so Sunny. I mean, I cook. saw that they did the turkey, and I just assumed that they went somewhere where somebody knew that they couldn't cook, and they brought something that yeah, was not Yeah, there were pictures of them at a restaurant for Thanksgiving dinner, because they don't cook. Like, literally don't cook. Well, so so she's having a house party that we talked about last week that I'm going to, and we I think we mentioned this. One of the, the items on her itinerary is go pick up the food. Did we? Did I mention that? I think we talked about it briefly last yeah, week. Yeah, because it's just so weird because all of our house parties that we have as a friend group, like, it's always, like, the person that hosts it usually does, like, the meats, like, the main part, and then everybody else brings the salads and the desserts, desserts and, and the, you know, whatever else that they're bringing, drinks and all of that kind of stuff. And so it didn't, it shouldn't have surprised me, but it was still kind of weird when I saw, go pick up food. Yeah, go pick up food for party. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's how it works, man. That's how most people do it. We're the, I mean, our little group's the weird I, ones. I guess. I don't know. We all like, I don't think we're that weird, though. I think a lot of people make their own food for events with other friends. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. People just don't have friends anymore. Our whole group they do does. social media and stuff. I enjoy doing it. I think Cassie whole... and Sean do stuff with their <clears throat> friends. They have like friends. They each, each had a Friendsgiving. Yeah. Well, Cassie's Friendsgiving got changed to a wine tasting because their friend thought that they were flying out one day and they were actually flying out the day before. Whoops. That's all so, right. She did like a like an they all just wine They tasting. all just went and picked up a wine and they did like a like a tasting with all that. Did they wine and cheese and stuff like that? Kinda, yeah. I don't, I, I don't know if they... She doesn't really like cheese, so they made it, but she just didn't really... That's weird. I know, right? <laughs> I, I don't know. Uh, there's snow outside. I'm really happy with the snow. I love snow. That was a pretty s- impressive storm yesterday. Shut Utah down because, you know, it snowed. Well, I'm pretty happy that... It took me two hours to drive less than 20 miles to get home from work yesterday. So the snow started getting bad yesterday from my... I was at work at the office, and I'm looking out the window, and Bree's like, it's supposed to be really bad during the drive, and I'm like... Yeah, as it starts coming down, because I kind of watched it like come from the west side of the valley across. Like it had been, I couldn't see where our house was like all day because I think it had just been storming all day. And I saw it coming across the valley and I'm like, about 2, 2.15, I go over to my boss's office. I'm like, you should drive home because he lives up in Ogden. I'm like, I'm going home now because I'm avoiding the crazy traffic. I'm just going to go home and finish out the day. And so I drove home. It was just fine. Got home, finished out the day. Um you know, this beauty's been this morning though. Home. Cassie, uh, Cassie works up by Foothill, and she was like, "I don't know how I thought Parley's would be hmm. like yeah. fine." <laughs> yeah, right. So, so point of the mountain was shut down, like shut down, shut down. There for was about, a jackknife uh, for about semi. forty-five minutes, yep. which during rush hour traffic, that thing that backs everything up to 
Ogden, basically. Well, because there's only two routes there. There's that and there's Redwood. Yep. And that's it. And there, and if you're on Point of the Mountain, there's no way to get off. Once no. you've passed that, that there's it, no... Once you pass the Bluffdale exit, you're there until Lehigh. That's it. There's no way off. And you can't a, even, like, turn around. It's a cliff, so yeah. it's not like here. <laughs> yeah. And it's not... It's like you can't even turn around to go on the other side of the freeway because it's a different yep. height. It's... it's Yeah, you just can't do it. Yep. So... But I love the snow, and people are stupid for not being able to figure out how to drive in it. But I'm a fan of snow. Bring it all. Brian and I had been chatting about it with our messaging, and then she's like, I'm going to tell Chris to come home because it's getting pretty bad. <laughs> yeah, I was like, eh, I'll just avoid driving because I have that luxury. So why not, you know, why yeah. not? What the hell's going on over there? Oh, Phoebe's just Phoebe is sniffing it because oh, it's got it's the got bone, that in bone it. horn in it for Julia. Mm-hmm. The dog. You just moved it from one chair to the other. Like, that's going to stop it up her. Up on the table. <laughs> It's like it's, it's the still, same height of a thing. It's like five feet away, if that, not even the five feet. Height. It's like two feet away. Yeah, <laughs> the dog's nose works better than you think, Jeremy. She's not going to be full. Now she's like, where it. to go? <laughs> no, now she's sniffing up at the corner yep. of the table. Uh, also, I do want to say so today the U.S. played its last game in the group stage against Iran or Iran. Sorry if I pronounced it wrong. It's Iran. Because, uh, yeah, the whole thing. Anyway, it doesn't matter. And uh, apparently it's Cutter, not Qatar. Uh, we beat them. Qatar. It's Cutter. 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 That's stupid. Or something closer so, to it's, that. It's bullshit that there's a fucking World Cup there. That's what it is. Slave labor, completely authoritarian, the- theocratic dickheads. So we talked about the like, beer last week, and then, like, last Wednesday I saw the post. Those beer cans look amazing, but they the, the ones that they can't sell. Yeah, yeah, you know. Because they're special made just for the cup yep. and... Yep. Well, and then um, apparently the U.S. and I don't know who posted it posted Iran's flag without the. Oh, U.S. soccer did. Was it, it was targeted. Was it was it on US, purpose. Okay. Well, I didn't know who. If it was just no, no, it like, was U.S. soccer posted with, a standings update. Go ahead. No, go ahead. You can no. tell them what it was. Well, I can't remember what the little shield thing that's on the Iranian flag for the new uh, regime that's in place that they've put on their flag, um, but we posted that were playing them without that. And they took it to, um, uh, not MLS, uh, FIFA, FIFA and told them that they should kick us out of the games because we were disrespecting them and protesting against them. And I'm like, you guys shouldn't have even been in it. If we didn't let Russia in, why did we let Iran in? Yeah, U.S. just posted a group standings with that missing on purpose. They did it on purpose. Mm-hmm. 100%. Um, but uh, anyway, we beat around. I couldn't um, remember what it couldn't remember what it, the post was. Downside is Christian Pulisic, who scored the goal, scored the goal by sacrificing himself. Like <laughs> he, there was a nasty collision. He at like the, slid right into the keeper, and the keeper's knee or cleats. He or basically both or took something. like a full speed collision with a knee right in the dick. Now they say it was like a pelvic contusion officially, but he went to the hospital. Doesn't matter what you call it. That sounds painful. Um, yeah, whether he actually got he his balls hit, he really or his couldn't groin. get up. And they like they helped him off to the side, and he went back in for a little bit. But he never came back. But in. then he didn't come back in after that half. And he did go to the hospital. So we'll see if he's going to be available or not. Will so you? the U.S. plays the Netherlands in the knockout round. So it's the round of sixteen on. You take Saturday. a hit in the groin. Every muscle in your body seems to be attached well, to it. Well, and it's it's like, not like a, a little kick or anything. Like he they collided. Oh, like he was going full, full speed, speed because he was he was diving he in on a ball. Took a, he <laughs> took the kick and literally flew 
and just and collided the with the so keeper. Literally knee. took one for the team. Oh, and that's so. what they were saying the whole time was like he <laughs> sacrificed his body for his country. <laughs> so we'll see. But the U.S. advance, which is a big deal. Um, we didn't make it. You know, last cycle we advanced into the knockout rounds this cycle, which is a big deal. Um, the Netherlands is a tough team. Probably one of the best uh, midfielders in the game plays for the Netherlands, and uh, we'll see how it goes. Um, but Saturday, uh, early, early in the morning, like seven, I think pregames at seven and kickoffs at eight our time. Eight a.m. I think yeah, because it's like what ten o'clock their time or something. Like uh, they're ten hours ahead. So so when they've been playing at noon here, it's so been ten p.m. So in if color. It's seven or eight here, that means it's about five or six. Yeah, there. six o'clock there. It'll be six o'clock there. Uh, I think. Ten, four, Something. or six. Yeah, six o'clock. It'd be six p.m. there, so early evening. But I, uh, we had posted to. So it was it was just Jeremy and Chris and me, and I posted. <laughs> it's called soccer, and Jeremy's like, like oh, okay, and I was like, no, like that's that's what they're that's what had, their chant is. We had year. no conversation on our no. board for like two hours, and which, by the way, you know what the it's called soccer thing tells me. That the fucking advertising campaign's working. Right. But because it's, it's still, just a stupid Doritos ad campaign. It's still fun though. Like they have big signs that everybody's holding up and they, the, uh, one of the players had it's soccer. It's called soccer written on his shirt or whatever. I don't think, I don't think it's funny. I think it's stupid. It's America continuing to be pompous assholes <laughs> in the international <laughs> stage. The rest of the fucking world calls it football. Canada calls it soccer. Yeah. Cause they're stupid. They suck as well. Um, (laughs) football. Uh, We'll talk about. Honestly, I really think that soccer should be football, and football should be like handball or something. Toss ball, run, run, tackle ball, something. Uh, We'll talk about Canada later today. Um, I did. No, no. Um, I did want to say Christmas movie seasons here. Breeze watched them all already. Well, um, that's because they don't put that many new ones out. But so. there is a new one on Disney Plus, The Guardians of the Galaxy Chris Holiday Special. I don't know if it's a Christmas special or a holiday special. It's all about Christmas, so I it think, should be yeah, the Christmas special if it's not. But it's on Disney Plus. It's like 45 minutes long. It's definitely worth a watch. It's quite funny. And um, The Santa Clauses, it's a series. This is a new one. Also on Netflix. So not a movie. It's, it's a it's mini-series. A little mini-series. Oh, it? And it's been kind of cute so far. We've seen, what, two one? one or two episodes. I, I can't know. remember. They're I've been short. watching Wednesday. That's been pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I saw that, but Chris and I haven't been able to really sit down. It's and been watch good, that. like really good. I've been watching Yellowstone finally with uh, Kurt Russell. No, nope. Kurt Russell. No, what's his name? Um, now you made my brain. Kevin Costner. Yes, <laughs> uh, that show is really fucking good. It's super gritty. It's it's. Uh, you, like as a as a viewer of the show, you're torn between liking this fucked up, manipulative, shitty family and liking the people that they shit on that shit back. Like it's did, did you watch no the ranch? Uh, the ranch is that the stupid Netflix series mm. with Ashton Kutcher? Yeah, it's very similar. I, I would actually compare it more to like Longmire, uh, um, but less. But- Way more violent. Yeah, way more violent and um, less law-abiding. <laughs> it's like, basically, it's like Breaking Bad out west. But I don't even know about that. It's Well, and then apparently there's a, now, because I think, so we're, we're way behind, like, getting on the Yellowstone. We just got into again. season two. But um, they, they're like, what did I tell you, 1887 or something like that it is like a prequel to it. Some show called 1887. 18, 1923. 
No, there's a that's the new one, but there oh. there's 1887 and then 1983. 1883. Okay. And then 1923. 1923. So, but they're prequels to the current Yellowstone. Gotcha. So, and, anyway, I don't know. Interesting. So, uh, everything's going well. She's on oxygen. Uh, she did have an appointment today. The doctor says she's doing really well. Turn the oxygen levels down. We're hoping. It's hard to tell, but we're hoping about a week, week and a half, and then hopefully she's off oxygen and just can start being normal. But being home is a big one. We're, we're super happy about being, being back at home. Nice. So yeah, there's our, there's our little baby update. Nice. Nice. That's good. Ah, stupid dog. She went to my office and got my trash because that's what she does. <laughs> I don't know why Bree takes so long to close the door. Because I was picking up the rest of the trash that she pulled out. You should have just left it on the floor because I blow my nose and put tissues in there all day. It was a uh, paper towel. Okay, I blow my nose in those too. Just it so was you... a thick paper towel. I'm pretty sure it was from like a sandwich or something. Okay, well, <laughs> just saying. I would much rather be the one to throw that garbage away because it feels safer so you don't get my boogies on you. I sleep in the bed next to you, dork. That's, but I don't blow my nose on you while we're sleeping next to each no, other. Oh, but you freaking breathe on me and everything else. Apparently, I fart on her at night. <laughs> you just fart I, at I night. I said, dog, you stink so bad. Get out of here. And Brie goes, that's what I say to your daddy at night while he's asleep. Huh? <laughs> A little Dutch oven action in bed? Uh, no, because usually no, I sleep with the covers off. Now. Oh. Yeah, it isn't until about four in the morning that the covers actually make their way on top of my Just body. Cold. I'm I'm similar. I usually don't start with covers where it's colder. I end up with them, but I, I I'm too yeah, hot. I, I accidentally did that to me the other day because normally his butt's out, and so if he farts, I can put my nose <laughs> under the covers. But the other day, I heard him fart, and so I hurried and put my nose under the covers, but, but his butt was under, under the covers. The covers so. so just she uh, hotboxed herself. It was my own fault. <laughs> she gave herself a Dutch oven. <laughs> uh, that might be the... I'm just going to put that down. We're going to call the episode <laughs> Dutch oven. Dutch oven today. surprise. <laughs> no, just Dutch oven. It's got so many... We, we could be talking about Dutch oven recipes for all Which people Which we know. do cook with Dutch ovens regularly. That's true. It's true. I like the Dutch oven. It's a great <sighs> cooking apparatus. Um, you guys got anything else? Any other news or updates? No, I think we should get into I'll the... have some food next week, but I'm boring this week. Okay. Well, uh, we'll just get into it. So it is the last uh, Thursday of the month of November. Uh, November is a long month. It's last Tuesday, not Thursday. Thursday was Thanksgiving last week. Sorry. Yeah, because last week our house was decorated like Thanksgiving, and this week it's decorated like That's Christmas. That's true. And we didn't even talk about our Thanksgivings. I guess it doesn't matter at this point. It's over. It's Christmas Well, we kind of had, this year both of us kind of had weird, non-traditional Thanksgiving. I mean, yeah. Jeremy had the normal, like, Thursday Thanksgiving, but because of the baby and everything, you had a Sunday Thanksgiving. Or a little mini Sunday one. And then we but didn't. pretty low key. I and mean, we didn't go anywhere. We stayed in town. Yeah. We didn't have a Thursday Thanksgiving because Sean had a shift at the hospital. Um, so we had our Thanksgiving on Friday. So anyway. There you go. Thanksgiving update. Thanksgiving update. There you go. That's, that's all you get. Um, uh, if you is, really care, send a message. We'll give you more info. But <laughs> I, I highly doubt anybody. We cares. were talking about our Christmas and apparently like. 
my ex's brother doesn't travel for Christmas, which I think he had actually started doing when we were still married. But he, my ex lives right next door to his brother, pretty much. Like, they live in the same neighborhood. They're less than five minutes away. They used to be in the same ward. Not anymore. But, like, that's how close they're they are. They're separated by a fence. Yeah. Um, and so I told Don, I'm, I said, well, if if when Eldon comes down, that's his dad, to, comes down to visit your brother, if you guys want to do Christmas, then that's fine. And he's like, well, I don't know that I care. And I'm like, well, it would save you guys all a trip up to Bountiful later. And as much as I love to do Christmas in the morning because I'm excited, like we could do it later in the day. It's literally just us. We get to decide when we do stuff. And so, um, yeah, that's what we did. <laughs> don't move it. Well, stop talking into the side of it. Well, I was looking at Jeremy because when I look at you, you're usually not looking at me. So I'm usually looking at somebody who's looking back. And it sounds so much better when you look at me and talk into the mic. <laughs> Just turn it. That's why you got that stand, so you could adjust it with you. Yeah, it's just fancy. like that. that you got the fanciest. Fancy. I just haven't. I just haven't adjusted it. I guess I haven't really played with it. No, I'm worried that it's going to make some really ratchety sound if I do it. It's really not, but you sound a lot better when you talk into the mic. This is way more comfortable too. <laughs> it's like if I did the whole show talking like this. It's, I mean, you can still hear me, but it doesn't sound great. Not like this. It sounds much better like this. Everyone loves my voice. It's sultry. So much. Mm, oh, yeah. Never do that again. Christmas time. <laughs> oh, my gosh. There. On Yellowstone, there, one of the natives has the deepest voice. Like, his voice is amazing. Like, every time he talks, I'm just like... Very white, kind of. Yeah. Yeah, baby, I'm a native. Sultry. Yeah, I can't do it. Not like either one. Uh, <laughs> unless I'm sick, in which case I get that extra couple yeah. octaves lower. Me, too. Uh, no, so for our Utah adventure, um, because of the weather getting cold, uh, we decided to uh, go into to a building that was cold. Yeah, well, it was an indoor event. Uh, we stayed close to home and went and saw the Utah Grizzlies play a game. And I got to tell you, they actually play. I mean, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got to tell you, I haven't uh, I haven't been to a hockey game in a very long time, and uh, I don't remember them being that terrible. But I think that. It in part is because of some of the history of the Grizzlies, which we'll probably talk about. But oh, yes. The Eagles and then the Grizzlies. Um, I mean, sort of. I the, got. Uh, don't worry, I got it. Yeah, no one really remembers the Eagles. That I, got the, I got the whole history. We'll dive into that. Damn in near everyone that listens to this show was born after the Eagles left. So there was a long period without them, too, right? So... Uh, but anyway, um, yeah, so we went to see a Grizzlies game. That's something you can do uh, in Utah, especially in the Salt Lake Valley. Fuck, there's a lot of games. They play a it's lot like of games. 80 games a season, something yeah, they, like that. Yeah, they play a lot of damn games. Um, so they lost the game we were at, but I think they won the following day. Yeah, I mean, they're playing 72 regular season games a season is what they play. And then if they get into... Then there's a bunch of post-game, post-playoffs and yeah. all that kind of stuff. Their playoffs are best of seven i think just like every other hockey stuff so and i think there's every four. other hockey stuff yeah there's four rounds they play for the kelly cup anyway we'll get into that uh so we went to the maverick center i still call it the e-center and i still want to believe hollywood connections across the street but it's not there anymore it hasn't been there for a long time but yeah um so anyway let's let's talk a little bit so, about do you want to do the history of I've got the, the history team of or? the maverick center and i got the history of the team let's do the maverick center first okay. and then we'll get into the team because the team's history is Confusing and Very. weird, and it gets into all the weird hockey leagues. So let's start first with. I have the to give Center. you a quick, 
quick little thing about when we were driving over there. So I, I think we were talking or whatever, and Chris turned a street early, like out when we were still out west. And so we kind of wound down through. And as we were driving. On purpose. I didn't want to hit traffic. No, you said, oops, I turned too soon. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, that and one. then we, anyway, the way that we went over, uh, we were driving and I was like, oh, this street is the street of, of the school that I went to in first grade where I got my concussion. And sure enough, there it was. And I don't think I've been on that street literally since I went to that school. That's funny. But I totally remembered the whole, like. That's the head. We did, we drove past, uh, the Sylvester's restaurant and, we had been talking about it with Heather's siblings a couple months ago. We were at, I don't know, some family event, talking about what a shithole it used to be. It still is. And it, there yeah. was no used to be. Well, and, well, and then her brother said, Oh no, they, they've, they've like, they've done some stuff to it. It looks a lot better. Anyways, we're driving past it last week. It's like, no, that is still the same. So when I was actually like <laughs> really young, it was halfway decent, but my grandpa liked to go there because they served tripe. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, so you have to pass the Sylvester's to get there. Okay, so let's start with the Maverick Center. Okay, Maverick Center, originally known as the E-Center, seats 12,000, which actually we were having that conversation. Now we were day. trying to figure out how, how many, many people. people? Think so? 12,000. I said uh, 10, because it definitely at least sat 10. Yep, so you were close, 12,000. Uh, so I, I do want to point this out. Construction started on in 1996 and was completed September 22nd, 1997. I want to point out, to build a building like that in a year... Is that's freaking impressive. Very impressive. That's probably why the seats shake when so you walk. 16, 16 months, which roughly, or for eighteen months. So for a commercial building and one of that. March to September is six, right? So yes. Yeah. So eighteen months. So a year and a half, but still, that is that is phenomenal. So I do want to point out um, during that time, nineteen ninety six is when I started my architectural intern. Uh, my brother in law, so my sister's husband. His brother, so whatever that is to me, nothing, um, was the lead architect for the firm that built it while it was being built. And so I got to go sort of for college, sort of for credit. I got to go tour it under construction. Oh, that's cool. Like I got to go up on. I was getting married that year. Oh, uh-huh. not me. I got to get up on like on the roof, on the scaffolding, like go through the whole thing during construction. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it was way cool. So. They had the big hole, but it was... That was way cooler than me getting married. It was mostly framed, but yeah, we got to go up and... And see, I've never known Salt Lake without it, because I didn't move here till 99. Yeah. So it existed when I moved. So anyway, so that, that's kind of my little claim to fame. Um, <laughs> you got to find something. Dude, here, this podcast is more famous than that. <laughs> for the East Center. For, for being in the East Center. <laughs> Not a claim to fame, buddy. It was cool. <laughs> uh, okay, so July 95, a uh, month after winning the 2002 uh, Winter Olympic bid, uh, is when West Valley accepted the proposal to actually build the... Another reason why it got built so fast, let's be clear. Right. It was an it was going to be an Olympic right. venue. And so, so yes. They were ta- actually talking about how well Utah has been able to, like, reuse their venues. And- oh, yeah. Most because places- when, you, when you look at places... World Cup and the Olympics both. You look at, for instance, Brazil. They had the World Cup. They built a stadium, like a 30,000 fucking seat stadium in the middle of a rainforest that's only accessible. This, this town's only accessible by fucking boat. You cannot drive there. They built a 30,000 seat stadium for a town of 20,000 that is accessible by boat. Yeah. Well, and they don't get literally used. overgrown. Even, even during the Olympics, they're, 
their pool fill up with poo and they had to drain it and redo it. Do you remember that? No, but sure. Point is, that. most countries don't utilize it, whereas I, I would dare say everything. I even think even the United States, other other states that have had them haven't utilized, utilized their facilities as much as... But like we, we used like, Olympic Park, the bobsled, all well, the ski runs. The Olympic like, ski team the has oval. always trained in Utah. Uh-huh. So, now, so once they built the Olympic ski, all that stuff, now they just train on an actual Olympic. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the, the, the bobsled team, the, the speed skating here, oval. Yeah. And you can go skate on it. And- so anyway, so yes, that, that had everything to do with why it was built as quickly as it was. Uh, Salt Lake Olympic Committee put in $7 million for the construction cost. Too bad they didn't do better with the parking. You know, I got to say something. That parking lot is fine. It's not the parking that's the problem. It's the exits to the lot it's that are the problem. The only, they've only got... There's two exits to that lot. They dump out onto the same street. Yeah. One of them requires you to fucking drive to the end and then drive back up. And they dump out onto a street that's not... They don't gate it properly in terms of lighting. There's no stop signs it's on that street. It's a side street. street at best. Yeah. It's exactly. really not a like thoroughfare. Like, and it wouldn't be that hard for West Valley. This is all on West Valley, by the way. I just want you to know this is 100% West Valley's fault. Because if you remember when they built Rio Tinto... They didn't have a light in front of it. In fact, they've rerouted streets because Sandy City didn't want to do anything on State Street. It was like an argument between Sandy and the state. They didn't want to change State Street. They wouldn't put in a fucking walking light the first few years. Then they realized, oh, shit, 20,000 people do come to events every other week in the summer here. And crossing the streets. And we have to stop traffic with police. Let's put in some fucking traffic lights. And and now, not only do they put those traffic lights in, but like I said, they rerouted a, an actual street right so there. So the road that used to go right by the Larry H. Miller now kind curves of bent, around curves around so that you can go th- like it's a continuous road. Yeah. So, yeah, so they've they've made a They've made a bunch but of But West Valley, well. it's been since 1996 and hell, hell or high water, they're not putting a damn light yeah. in. I mean, obviously they don't, they don't see it as big of an issue, but it's all, I guess it's only a 12,000 seat stadium. And based on my experience, it's not that full that often <laughs> for concerts, probably, but yeah, concerts. Yeah. Well, what did that lady say that they were making it into that we couldn't bring our bags in or something? I don't know. She just told you that. So you'd shut up and take your bag back to the car. You were already leaving to take my bag. It was all bags bigger than like a wallet size. Yeah, which is bullshit. Except for that later that, that people were coming in. Did you not see the purses that were like literally everywhere? Again, that's just the lady yeah. outside. It's just like when we go to Rio Tinto and sometimes they give you shit about your cowbell and you have a conniption. Most of the time, most of the people that work there are like, it's fine, it's a cowbell. And then some people who work security think they need to have so a cowbell. I can complex. hit somebody with, a, with my yeah. my. No, I know there's plenty beer. of bags in there. Uh, anyway, so I'll put up September 19th, 1997, and the first event was the Monday Nitro Live. Nitro, Nitro, <laughs> Nitro. <laughs> Which, honestly, pretty popular event in Utah. It is. Most of the Nitro. Like, They're fun. They're cool, man. When you guys go with Jonathan, is it there or is it at the Viv? It was at the Viv. Well, we did the monster truck. The what? Monster truck stuff. Delta Center? Yeah, the Delta Center. Yeah, say. We'll get into that, too, in a little yeah. bit. Uh, anyway, okay, so uh, in 2010, uh, Centennial Management Group in West Valley announced a new partnership, which was with Maverick. Uh, thus, it turned to the Maverick Center and all that goes along with all of the promotions and everything with the Maverick Center. The one thing that I did notice, and I, I totally get it, it's this kind of an event. You can go get a Maverick soda for $1.29. They were 6 bucks at the event. 
Yeah, because well, it's an event. Freaking, there was no hot chocolate at an ice rink in the winter. And we asked the lady and she's like, well, I don't think we serve coffee either. I'm like, these are not the same drink, lady. It was a little strange. It is weird not to see hot hot chocolate there. But also, like, I, w- I don't know. I just, I don't so, so uh, let's see. Uh, they, but we they didn't announced. eat there. You guys uh, ate some things. Like Julia and Brighton had some nachos. You just had just like, some basic nachos. You had basic nachos, but Brighton's nachos were not basic. Julia's nachos. like I just had basic nachos. Brighton comes with like fucking nachos. Yeah, Supreme. Brighton got all the things. Julia had chips and nacho cheese sauce. She she got yeah. the, like the Seven Eleven nachos, pretty much. Had a pretzel. It was all right. Movie theater and a churro. Yeah, and a root beer float from Blue Bunny. See, you are why people why that hockey team exists. Because <laughs> you went there and spent $30 on concessions. You mean Brighton spent $30 on concessions? No, Brighton still. spent more if you include you're, both of you. You're, actually, no, I spent almost 40 bucks on a beanie, though, because my head was cold. So your $20 ticket, $40 beanie, $50 in food. We probably spent 40 or 50 cause And we had two beers each, so that's that's 40 bucks. That's 40 bucks. I just had a bottle of water. The kids got some ice cream and some pretzels. Hannah bought a hat. So, yeah. We you spent, bought a hat. I bought a hat. Uh, so yeah, I brought my beanie, I brought my gloves, I brought my jacket. So so, and this is why baseball has the highest paid players in the world because you're stuck. In you're the stuck s- there for three hours <laughs> in the hot sun, and that's what you. That's the same deal. You're like I'm kind of hungry. I'll go get a hot. Oh, dog. I need oh, a hat because it's sunny. Yeah. Yep. So they did announce in October of this year. That the Utah Jazz NBA G League. Ah, oh, that's what she was telling me about. The Salt Lake City Stars will be moving to the Maverick Center for the 2022-2023 season. Well, so is that the summer league? Is that one of their summer leagues? I think this weren't be. the Stars the female league. Before? It's not though. though. It's, it says the G League. Is that girl league? Is that? Well, I don't know what. The, I don't think it'd be girl. It's usually women for G- that kind of thing. G I mean, League. I don't, I'm gonna I don't look know what it up real quick. Anyway, but. The G, the NBA's National Basketball Association's official minor league basketball oh, organization. So they're minor league. So they're, so yes, I would assume that would be ba- during the baseball or the basketball season. Oh, okay. So it's part of the, it was the D League. Uh, so it's their farm team basically. Yeah. So it used to be the D League, okay. but it's the G League now. So okay. I, I, why do they keep changing the name? Why do they just call it the D League? I don't know. That's stupid. So let's oh, see. Oh, that's why in 27, 2018, Gatorade became the official sponsor of the oh, D League and D League, and now it's the G League. Fucking sponsorship dollars. So it's their development league. Okay. And I don't know when they play. I'm I'm curious because I think the development league is usually in the summer, but it might be. Um, I'll have to look now. I wonder if it overlaps. It would, you well, you'd think it would overlap some of the season. You'd think. I don't know. Uh, so while you're looking that up, um, it used to be home of the Utah Freeze. That was the World Indoor Soccer League from 99 to 2001. Uh, it was an indoor football arena. Yeah, the Eagles. The Utah Warriors. Oh, the Warriors. No, That's the right. Eagles played at the Salt Palace. So Utah Warriors of the Indoor Football League 2003-2004. Uh, in 2010, it became the, a relaunched Arena football, uh, with the Utah Blaze. The Blaze, that's who it was, the Blaze. Who was, who was formerly the Utah Valley Thunder. <laughs> uh, the Blaze, however, the Blaze returned to the Energy Solutions Arena for the 2011 season. Uh, and then in 2017, 
the indoor football league had the Salt Lake Screaming Eagles for one season, then it went bankrupt. Yeah, the Screaming Eagles, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah, they didn't last. Uh, that, so I will say this. Okay, so this is interesting. So the, the G League does play in the winter. So their season started November 4th. Oh. Um, and it's a 32 game season. So it's relatively short by basketball terms, but that means they are flipping that arena regularly. They are going from ice to court to ice. And that's a hell of a fucking thing to do whenever they have to swap that arena. I wonder arena. why that's that, that they chose to do it there. That I just don't know. seems. Cause the jazz have the, uh, the event. Yeah. Where maybe. else are they going to play? Well, maybe maybe they were able to make a deal. I don't know. <clears throat> so I'm sure it had something to do with that because the Jazz play in the Vivint. Like the the G League is going to have conflicting games most likely. Yeah. yeah. So during the 2002 Winter Olympics, it has served primarily for ice hockey and ice sledge hockey, which is the Paralympic yeah. games, which are right after it. And it said... During the six days, there was 31 sessions. Um, all of the sessions that were at 96.7% average capacity. Uh, so a total of, in those six days, 230,657 spectators in six days. That's a lot of people. For the Olympics. That's a lot of people. So that's, that's kind of your, your history of I the, actually didn't realize that the E-Center, the Maverick Center, I'm going to always call it the E-Center, was that, uh, uh, that young. Yeah. Um, I went and saw a tour with Lincoln Park and Hoover Stang. Oh, yeah. And uh, the Meteora tour was there, I think. I've been to a few concerts there. It's a decent concert venue. I know Green Day was one of the first. Yeah. Green they went Day's there probably there. in 97, 98. I think it's a good concert venue because the stage is low instead of high. I like it better than Vivid, honestly. For, yeah. From a spectator point of view it's not as big it's not as echoey and you can get ga down on basically where the ice would be or you can be up in the stands and they have the stands and so yeah i actually prefer it i i really liked the concert there i thought it was i thought that was a, it's a pretty good venue to go see shows for sure yeah so yeah do you want me to go over the team or do you want to talk a little bit more about the no i want to talk about the team and then we'll talk about the experience okay. and okay so the utah grizzlies have a very <laughs> interesting history within the U.S. Uh, and it's not just Salt Lake. And they've been in a bunch of leagues. And yep. the Grizzlies that we have now are not actually the same team nope. as when they started uh, here in Utah, which actually they started in Denver I just want to know why Denver their mascot's such a dumbass-looking thing. Uh, you want to get? You want to give the it's because they're in a really low division. <laughs> league. Right, here's the yeah, but down. like BYU's mascot looks better than that. They have more money. You're not going to talk about the Golden Eagles, are you? Because this is not. Well, I've at least got a. Oh come on, we got to at least on touch it. on it because oh, no. that was huge here. In Utah. So the Salt Lake Golden Eagles were Salt Lake's hockey team from 1969 to 1994. See, that's a long history. They were you can't in just ignore it. Three different leagues over that time. Yep, Western Hockey League, Central Hockey League, International Hockey League. My uncle was way into it, and when I first met Don, he was playing deck hockey, and he had a an Eagles hockey puck. And when I when we moved here, the Eagle, I remember the Eagles. The Eagles are who, who were playing when we moved here. Uh, so they were originally in the Salt Palace from 1961 to. 19- but not the Salt Palace as it is now. No, the old one that was torn down. Yeah, yeah. And then they moved to the Delta Center, which is now the Vivint, uh, from 1991 to 1994. And in 1994, Larry Miller owned them and the Utah Jazz 
and he sold them to Detroit, and the Golden Eagles became the Detroit Vipers. But Utah, and so this is an interesting piece of Utah's history because Utah, you know, it's cold here, and we used to, back in those days, have a lot of hockey teams. A lot. Like, almost every high school had a hockey team. So Cypress had a hockey rink. Yeah, so Murray has still has a hockey rink. So I remember uh, Granger... I was never on the hockey team, but I remember Granger's hockey team. They had certain times of the day and the week that they would go to Cyprus to practice on ice. Practices. So if you're on the hockey team, it's whatever. Monday, Wednesday, Friday, your time is from four to seven or, or whatever it was. Yeah, they had special time. They had their own ice time right. for practice but, because the ice time is expensive and limited. Um, but that's kind of died out over the years. Well, I know when they redid Cyprus uh, 10 years ago, something like that, they tore out the ice ring because Cyprus is probably the poorest school in pretty much. Negative. It's Kearns. Kearns High. Yeah, okay. So it's right there. With Cy- Cyprus is slightly higher than Kearns, <laughs> which is really fucking interesting for a school in Magna. But, and- but they couldn't afford the upkeep. On that ice rink, so they tore it out. Yeah, yeah, and and so I know Murray still has one. I wonder if there's other high I, schools that I do. Asked Hannah, and she says, "Yeah, Riverton still got one." So I wonder if they play at the 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 hockey rink here. The at the oh, what is it? Some of them might over at the Oval. Yeah, at the, the Oval. Oval. Yeah, some some of them might, um, and they might share ice time. Mm-hmm. You know, just like Cypress did. Um, Pools is another one. A lot of schools don't put in pools anymore because Riverton. Yeah, like Kearns uses the rec center. Yeah, um, Riverton. Well, the rec center is literally across the street. It's also an Olympic swimming pool. The new Riverton, right? I say new. The high school at Riverton is relatively new in the grand scheme of things. It's as old as me. Opened in 99. Yeah, but you're talking to my high school was built in like the 40s. True. Uh, anyway. Not anymore. No, it's gone. But pools are another thing. They're just really not putting pools in. But when we went to high school at Granger, they had their own pool. It was yeah. its own So, like, building. my mom went to the same high school that I went to, Julia. That's how old so, high school is. Anyway, so. So, the reason I mentioned that, though, it's, it's actually kind of important. The reason I mentioned that is when you have – so, this is part of why RSL does so well here as a soccer team – Utah has one of the highest per capita youth soccer participations right. in the country. Um, and so when you go places like Boston, Minnesota, ice time's a lot easier to get a hold of and a lot more people play right. hockey there. And so that's why you see a big conglomerate of teams in like right. the Northeast and like well, the, the, the Midwest. And I know when I was in high school and even into college, hockey was pretty big. I mean, a lot of people had season tickets and went to the games, but like you said, high schools were playing i mean i knew kids in high school that were on the hockey team yeah well and they were i mean the the golden eagles were never an nhl team they were always in that that minor league the ihl is where they ended up when when we sold them um but utah utah needed to still have hockey here and so i didn't realize uh, larry miller owned them i I guess i mean maybe i knew that but i I think he pretty much owned everything at some point doing the research i was like (laughs) oh yeah so Let's get to the original hockey, the original Grizzlies. So they moved from Denver to Utah in right. 95. Yep. Uh, once, so they, they did one season in Denver and then in Denver, they became the Quebec Nordics. Yes. No, the, no, I take that back. The Quebec Nordics relocated to Denver and turned into the Avalanche. to become the Colorado Avalanche, which still to this day is the Colorado Avalanche and, and probably then, never going to move. They and, love that hockey team. And the Grizzlies came here. Uh, in 2000, through 2001, playing at the date Delta Center, like I talked about, uh, and then the East Center. Then they moved into the East Center after it was built. Um, 
While in Denver, the Grizzlies won the 94-95 Turner Cup. Uh, after relocating to Salt Lake, they marched into victory in the IHL playoffs. So that was the same place as the Turner Cup. That was the, that's the cup for the IHL. Yeah. Uh, so they, so they won the 94-95 in Colorado and then they won the 95-96 Turner Cup in Utah and they beat the Orlando Solar Bears. And the that, solar, what the hell is a Solar Bear? <laughs> the final game yes. of that series, which was played at the Delta Center, beat a record for the largest attendance at a minor league hockey game in oh, this yeah. country. 17,381 fans. But once again, hockey was really big in the 90s here in Salt Lake. It's obviously Yeah, I mean that changed, was uh but, yeah, so um oh there was no soccer, so you know. Uh okay, so the franchise had a voluntary suspension 2005-2006 season and in 2006 it was sold to Cleveland to the guy that owns Quicken Loans. Uh to and, the be- and they became the 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 Cleveland Cavaliers. No, no. Oh no, no. The guy that owns oh, the Cavaliers oh, yeah. is who bought them, Dan Gilbert. Aren't and the Cavaliers it, are basketball? Yes, they are LeBron James. How Cleveland do I know Cavs. that? And Jeremy doesn't know that. Uh, and and the Cleveland Barons is what they became. That's what it was. It's, but there was it's got it got confusing, and we're not even done. <laughs> a new ownership group purchased the Utah Grizzlies' identity and brought them back in two thousand five, two thousand six. Right. So the. Because every team that we have has to have like a zzz, except for Rail. So, but this is this is an interesting piece because when we basically when the franchise starts back up in two thousand and six, that's when it becomes the Grizzlies that you know today, which is an ECHL hockey team, not Uh, IHL. So let me let me give you the rundown of the current Grizzlies. Strap in, kids. This gets bumpy. So. Keep in mind, same name we're keeping here, but totally, totally different, different franchise. Team. Like, totally different team, everything. different league, everything. We just turn them so, into our name. So in 1981, what is today the Grizzlies started out as the Nashville South Stars in the Central <laughs> Hockey League. Uh, in 1983, it's relocated to Vinton, Virginia to become the Virginia Lancers which is part of the East Coast Hockey League. In 1988, the franchise was sold and relocated several times until it went dormant for the 2002-2003 season after the American Hockey League incarnation of the Grizzlies suspended operations. Um, then they moved to the East Center and become part of the... When did they come part of the IHL? They didn't. NHL. They yeah. didn't become part of the NHL either. So let me explain <laughs> hockey leagues. <laughs> Neither one of I, those things. I did a I did a crazy bit of research into hockey leagues because it's really fucking confusing because there's a lot of them. So uh, most professional leagues, like we talked about the NBA G League, it's development mm. league, it's minor league basketball for um the for the Jazz. Um, the Utah Bees are a minor league. I think they're a double A baseball team, and most people are familiar with like double A, triple A, major league baseball because that's kind of the farm system. Hockey has had a bunch of changes through the years because up until the 80s, it was basically the National Hockey League and nothing right. else. And then in the 80s, they started building development leagues. Central Hockey, the so, East Coast Hockey, the yeah, American they, Hockey. So basically, the there's two big ones. Um, so you have uh, the Canadian Hockey League, which is actually the really big um, farm league for – the NHL, um, the Canadian Hockey League, which is CHL, um, that's the 
three major junior leagues in Canada. So like the Quebec Major Junior League, the Ontario Hockey League, and the Western Hockey League. And they actually draft a lot of NHL players out of the Canadian leagues. So in America, and I say America because some of the Canadian teams also are in these leagues. Now what you have is the NHL, and then below that you have the AHL, the American Hockey League, which has affiliations with uh, NHL teams. That's what the IHL used to be. Now it's called the AHL. It's basically the same league, just a different name. And then you have... I think the other league went bankrupt or something or... Yeah, so basically once they started affiliating (laughs) officially with NHL teams, it became the American Hockey League. And then below that, you have the East Coast Hockey League, which is the lowest professional league in the United States. Um, And East Coast Hockey League, you'd think it's a misnomer because Utah and Idaho are in it, but if you look, almost all the teams are on the East Coast. Um, And that... It's been around since the late 80s, since 88 is when it was formed. Um, and it is also a farm club for the NHL. There's only one team in the ECHL now that isn't associated to a major league franchise or, or to a national hockey league franchise. All the others are farm clubs, and it basically goes ECHL, AHL, NHL. And so the Grizzlies were at one point in that middle league, the IHL, where they were uh, basically second division hockey instead of first division. Now we're in third division in the ECHL. So the Grizzlies existed in the second division. Then they sold the team to Cleveland. And then they bought this other franchise from um, Virginia. And well, I mean, it was sitting dormant, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they bought the rights to the franchise named it the Utah Grizzlies and moved it here. <laughs> Simple. Yeah, it's crazy. Like the 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 depth of all those changes. So the one then their affiliates changed. And that's and that's time. normal. So they've changed from the the Calgary Flames, Flames Alaska uh, the, Aces. Well, the Calgary Flames were their original affiliation, I think. And then, well, at least since they've been in Utah, right. uh, the Alaska Aces took over our affiliation with the Flames. And then we made an agreement with Anaheim, and we were with the Ducks for a long time. For three, I want to say three seasons. But we've changed that, uh, and we've been affiliated to the Colorado Eagles and the AHO, and now the Avalanche. So the Eagles are the Avalanches primary farm team and then we're the farm team below that there you go in four easy steps how we (laughs) how utah's hockey team in 40 easy steps now here's what i'll say about echl hockey it's not good (laughs) it's fine it's minor league you have to understand that when you go into it it's better than high school but it's no nhl and I remember watching the Grizzlies in the IHL back in the early 2000s. They were a good team. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're still, to be fair, last year they went to the third round of the playoffs. Like they almost made it to the cup last year. Um, and actually they've gone into the playoffs last few years. 2017, 2018 was the first time in 11 years that they hadn't made the playoffs apparently in their league. So that's, a, I mean, that's a big accomplishment. That means they're from a, 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 a a decency standpoint, they're good in their league, or at least they're average in their league. Yeah. Last year, we were really good in the league. Like, well, we almost won. Back in the day, the Eagles were really good. I, I remember uh, junior high, high school, and even into college, going to, to Eagles games, and they were always fun games. I mean, that was a professional team. Yeah, yeah. I, re- I remember that, too. I even remember the old Grizzlies. 
The original Grizzlies. Yeah, uh-huh. I remember the original Grizzlies. And they were they were decent. Like they were a well, decent they, IHL team. They won the they won the cup two yeah. years two years in a row. And and that's just it. Like, but so, but now that they're the slower division, the quality of the hockey is not as good. That was clear. It's still better than high school. Like I would, I don't remember who I was talking to about it. They're like, yeah, but you go watch a high school game or like a college game, and then you go watch these guys, and they're a lot better. It's like going and watching. You know, a middle school band play, which we got the pleasure of that night, actually. But, well, that's what we were. That's what we were saying. Well, and we were having that conversation about about you were saying something about people compare their kids' soccer to to oh, yeah, soccer because like, because people are like, well, soccer's okay. I mean, my kids like it. It's not that much fun to watch. And you're like, whoa, hold on. What soccer were you watching? Were you watching six year olds play soccer? Well, yeah, my eight year old playing soccer. That's not soccer. Well, so I said that's like comparing this junior high band that played to the the Utah Symphony and yeah. saying, eh. so same thing. You're not watching high school hockey here, but yeah. And we were we were actually looking up some numbers while we were at the game, like because Bree asked, "Do these guys get play, paid?" Because you know, um, you know, RSL has got its affiliate team, the Real Monarchs, right? And that team was set up as a lower division team for us to be able to send players to to play uh, when they're coming off of injury, when they need more time, like more game time, but they're not good enough right. to play for the senior team. That's essentially what these guys are, but they're the second, they're, they're, they're third division essentially. So they're a step below that. So it's almost like it's an academy team. They're the lowest professional, which means it's the lowest division of hockey that you get paid to play yeah. a, a salary, quote unquote. I would assume it's well. If you looked at their ages, those kids were like twenty. Yeah, they're all young 19. kids. That is one thing about hockey: the players are a lot younger in hockey. They so those are kids probably right out of high school that got picked or college. But the, the, yeah, that have played a year or two of right. college hockey and got so, pulled into a league. So they're they're pulled in, and then that's the that's the melting pot of who's going to make it and move up. Yeah, and so Bree and so Bree had asked me. She's like, "Do they even get paid?" And I looked, and they are. Um, so first off, they are part of the Hockey Players Association. So being affiliated with the NHL, it's the same players association that fights for NHL salaries. AHL salaries and ECHL salaries. And so they have a union that supports them and is behind them. And these guys are all guaranteed. I think the lowest pay uh, that they can get is $500 a week, which is not much. That equates to about $25,000 a year is what these guys make to it's play like hockey. Work at McDonald's. Yeah. But I mean, they're playing hockey. So, but uh, they're doing what they want to do. One would assume. And so they're hopefully enjoying it. And, that's how you make your way up. You got to start somewhere. Well, and 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 so so um, the they have a pretty strict salary cap, right? Um, in their leagues, so they can't pay players tons. Um, but so, like I said, five hundred and ten dollars a week is for a rookie player. Returning player is a minimum of five fifty five a week. Um, but again, that's not much. But they also, I was reading. Um, they have to give their players room and board. So they actually oh. have to put them up in a, like an apartment. Well, because I imagine that they need to be able to move if they're a farm team. Yeah. And so they actually have to give these guys, most of these guys that early in life probably don't have a family. Um, but so if you, 
if if your room and board is paid for and you're making five hundred bucks a week, that's a good living. That's not bad. It's all right. What you want, and yeah. I would assume well, it's two thousand dollars a month. I would assume during the season, you're if you're not practicing, you're playing games. So it's not like you're home much during. Well, the yeah, season. and you definitely can't afford to like have another job if you're playing and keep keep yeah keep in mind seven seventy two games a season. The season's not that long. That's a lot. You're That's playing. a lot of games. So you're traveling a lot, and for a team like Utah, like I was looking at the map of where the ECHL teams are. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna list off the furthest west team, Idaho Steel Steelhead, uh, Steel Trouts or whatever Which the fuck they're who called. We and played. That's who we lost to. Okay, then it's us. Then the next furthest west is Rapid City, <laughs> South Dakota. <laughs> wow, um, it's a big jump. Which is all the way across the state of Wyoming, say, basically. Well, so back back east, really you go back to Philadelphia, Chicago, places like that. Hockey is very big. Yeah. So then you have a, a, a cluster: Allen, Texas, Tulsa, Oklahoma, Wichita, Kansas City, Kansas, all relatively close. You've got uh, one in Iowa, the Iowa Heartlanders, which looks like they're. Um, you know, right on the uh, the eastern edge of New Jersey's there. got like two teams, I think. You've got Michigan has a team. You have um, a couple in Indiana. You've got Fort Wayne and um, I don't know some other place in Indiana. You've got a couple in looks like three in Ohio. So you have a cluster there. You have a bunch down in the southeast. Actually, you have three teams in Florida, one in South Carolina. Two in Georgia. It looks like two in South Carolina. Actually, then you have some in the northeast. So. Everything's clustered basically on the east yeah, coast. It's very much so an east coast. Idaho, sport. Utah, South Dakota. And then you've got the teams in like and so for our guys especially, they're traveling a lot. Like none of those trips are bus rides. They're no. Idaho know, maybe. <laughs> and no. No, that the Idaho team is like in the, the southwest corner of Idaho. Oh, like are they close to Oregon. Are they up by Coeur d'Alene? Yeah, they're close to Oregon. Oh, that's like an eight-hour drive. Never mind. Yeah, so they're flying everywhere, basically, these guys. So that makes sense. Like, they can't have another job. But so, I mean, and they're not paid a ton, but Yeah, but $2,000 a month when you don't have to worry about rent is probably just fine. Yeah, and I assume it's like they have to be furnished apartments. So it's like furniture, rent, probably they pay the electricity and if stuff. If there's anybody so. on the Grizzly team listening to this who'd like to be on the show, you could answer some uh, questions. Yeah, I'd, lo- I'd love to that talk to some awesome one of the players to have a player um, on the show. It would actually be awesome to have any players of any of the teams that play in Utah. So, yeah, no, not great money, but yeah, if your room and board's being paid for, and obviously your trips. I mean, think about it, though. If you're a 19, 20-year-old kid playing hockey and getting paid to play hockey and live, breathe, and sleep hockey, like... Well, it's like our, it's like the RSL's academy. Yeah. Like those kids go to school there. They have room and board there. Like they eat, breathe, sleep, soccer mm-hmm. all the, all yeah. day long. So, it's, I mean, it's, it's cool. So let's talk about the, uh, let's talk about the experience itself. Cause we've talked a lot about the history of the club and hockey in general and like where they're at. So keeping all that in mind, what were your guys' impressions of the, the, the entire event? Cause the game itself is, is certainly important, but it's just one piece of, of the, the experience of going to a, a game. I mean, the boxes looked cool. We were right underneath one and you could see it and they have, the glass opens and they have some seats that are blocked off just up at the top of where we were oh, sitting. Oh, you mean the suites? 
Yeah, what did I say? Boxes. You said the boxes, which in hockey, I think penalty box yeah, immediately. Yeah, I should have. And my eyes but went what I down meant to was, the but yeah. boxes. And Santa Claus was running the one yeah, penalty was, box. Was running, which, oh, who had no, their I didn't notice you. that. Yeah, he walked by and had oh, a that's Santa, Santa Claus. I know him. But he heard her. <laughs> and he waved to her. So, yep. But but as but he we was noticed, actually running the penalty box on, for the other oh, team. Oh, I didn't yeah. realize Yeah, that. he was actually, because I'm like, look, Santa Claus is running the penalty box. Like a little while later when we noticed Yeah, he was on the other team's penalty box. It was definitely not packed, in my opinion. My opinion. And it was a special so event night. It was early season. It was a Friday night in West Valley. So you've got those two things to to play into it. It was the pups on the pond. Is that what they call it? Pups, pups on, the on the pond. So that was kind of fun at the halftime. Ton pooch of, on the pond. Well, the pond. and there, it was just a bunch of dogs. Like it was, those weren't all the only dogs there. There were. I'm really annoyed with the dog that won though, because it won. Because oh my gosh, look how cute the little dog is. When it was like licking, trying to eat the ice. Fucking no, it wasn't. That's not the one that won. The one, one that won was the, the little wiener dog. Place. Yeah, it's it was still, still a stupid dog. Dumb. Second place the, was the, the ice smallest licker. ones won, basically. Not, not one yeah. of the two dogs that were doing not, not all sorts of tricks. Not the dogs that could like go between their owner's legs, do tricks, like obey commands. The ones like, that were running around I like being ice. stupid. <laughs> but, um, so it, my point is, it wasn't very full. I mean, it did fill up as the game went on. I, I feel like maybe if they lowered ticket prices just yeah. a little, which I get, you don't want to, but if they lowered them just a little bit and got more people. So we paid, well, we pay 16 plus service fees. Like, yeah, I was like, so like 20 yeah, bucks a ticket. Yeah, but it ended up being 20 something a ticket. a ticket. Yeah, so like 20 something a ticket. I and I think the most expensive tickets, like center ice, were like 33 bucks with before service fees. So probably would have run you close to like 40 bucks, I'm assuming. Which means with if you have a fees. family of four, you've now spent $120 right. just on tickets. Well, so us, the four of us that came, that was $80 for tickets. And the thing is, the $30 tickets were the row right next to us. We were right next to the $30. And it's like, okay, two seats and away. And also, we could have just walked over there. Uh, yeah. Well, I did notice those. there was those girls that were kind of behind us. As the game went on, they, they oh, made Oh, the drunk way. girls that just kind of wandered? Get yeah. going closer and closer. But, and I know as a promoter, you don't want to say that, but if you were to knock a couple bucks off and fill more seats. Well, I think I think they're trying to get away from Ticketmaster, maybe. But uh, that's the problem. Everyone wants to get away from those assholes. The ticket was sixteen dollars, but we paid like twenty two. Right. By the time we paid all our fees, and there's no other way to buy the ticket. Right. So, I mean, that was, and I realize that's kind of, uh, but that, that I guess that was my one comment is it wasn't very full. Well, because I'm going to throw this out there, you can get twenty dollars seats at RSL. They they have them, and for thirty three bucks, you get. There's no bad seats at RSL games. Um, and you get a similar experience, but it's a much higher quality, um, game for the well, same Well, for one price. thing, it's a pro team. Now, keep in mind, you're also paying for hockey. Hockey, by definition, is more expensive. The ice time is expensive. Oh, yeah. To run that ice, to clean that ice, like to actually that have ice. Lots of bonus run it four times, once at the beginning and once in yeah, and, each. And, and the ice and... itself is really expensive to keep. That's why I was kind of surprised that they're doing that NBA league. That means they've got to Because I don't think they can have constantly. the ice underneath the No, no, wood. they don't. They pull the all, they pull yeah. everything out and put a floor over top of it. Yeah. So, so that being said, the game itself, I had a lot of fun. Um, our seats were the, I would say mid-range seats. They weren't the cheapest, but they always were. Yeah, they weren't in the upper deck. But, but we were. I thought we had good seats. I mean, they got the jumbotrons everywhere, and I felt like we could see everything without any problem. I mean, I, I yeah, I had like, no issue. I didn't really have depth problems. The high, well, like thing, I said, the suites themselves were literally two the, in the us. sections that we <laughs> yeah, were in. Yeah, they were so. just right up behind us. Well, and and one thing to keep in mind: hockey rinks 
it's a lot like a basketball arena. It's not very big. Like the actual space that they're playing on isn't big. Like the soccer field, a football field, soccer in particular, when you're behind like one of the goals, depth perception at the other end suffers. That's not the case at the hockey arena. I feel like it is a little because hockey pucks are hard to follow. Yeah, but that's the case no matter where you're at. Yeah, but it's harder when you're like on the other end and like there's a whole bunch and you're like, I don't know where uh, the only the only time I had issues is when it was up against the boards that were on our side because right you, you can't because you can't see. see. It, but. but that would be the case even if you were right up against the ice right there, you wouldn't be able to see them against our boards. So, so I thought the game was fun. It's it's hockey, so it's fast paced. I mean, it's, it just it's moves, super moves. fast. Yeah, I like you, that. You, you really have to keep your eye so, on the game. There were some good fights. A couple of the refs mm. like stopped. Okay, them. there so, was one. Here's the thing. <laughs> Here, our guy got his ass kicked in that fight. <laughs> He got a couple swings and then got fucking uppercut and taken down fast. And he went out like yeah, out, out. He was out. He, yeah. So anyway, uh, with fighting in particular, the NHL hates it. They have been trying to get it out of the game. Um, you don't see fights very often in, in NHL games at all. Um, the fighting penalty is much higher now than it used to be. And they've really tried to start taking it out of minor leagues. And so it's been a concerted effort over like the last 10 to 15 years in pro hockey to get fighting out of the game. It'll always still be there as part of hockey. Yeah. But, um, they're not as, they're not as grandiose anymore. (laughs) So nobody's pulling jerseys over people's heads and the, the, the snacks were decent. They were okay. I mean, but I mean, you don't go there. It's not like, it's not like baseball where you go knowing you're going to get a hot dog and whatever. Um, so they had some okay stuff. The beer was fine. They had average concessions. They had a lot of variety with beer, yeah. with had, draft beer. They had baby bunt cakes. Yeah, they had nothing so. bunt cakes there. Um, they had, uh, we only saw one half of the stadium. Keep that in mind. We didn't go to the back side. Um, uh, but they had, I thought the concessions looked fine. They had, uh, decent looking pizza. Um, you know, the, the chips and, you know, theater nacho cheese were probably fine. To be 100% honest with you, our pretzel, was about the same pretzel we had up at the Oktoberfest. Yeah. Say so it's all the same food. It's like the Vivint. Yeah, they're all so. the same catered concession food. Yeah, it's probably, uh, what's it called? Levy. Levy. And I haven't been to the Viv in a while, so I don't know what their food's like. It was like the Maverick Centers. I, I can tell you this much. We don't do a great job in Utah with concessions at games. And I think part of that is Utahns are cheap. And they it's don't, all just cafeteria school food, basically. Well, it doesn't have to be. But when so, you're in, when you go to a different, like when we went to the uh, the game, the Real game in Colorado, and this was years and years ago, the food, the beer, everything was better there. So let me, since you like to go to Vegas and you don't drink, oh yeah, you should go, go to a Knights game. Go yeah, to, we've been talking about yeah, it. Go to a Knights game, or and go you'll to see a, the con- you'll or, see the concessions are better, or go to a Raiders game. Levy Foods does both the Raiders games that at uh, Allegiant Stadium yep. and the the T-Mobile Arena games for yep. the Knights. But you'll notice the difference in food. But there's a big difference. Utah gets the contractor grade food. <laughs> well, I, I I think I really think it is part of it is the the crowds in Utah. Well, right? so like, they don't want to spend the money. Well, right. they all have a million more kids. They right. don't have as much money to divvy out for everyone. I mean, think about it. When you went there, you had to buy concessions for you and. Hannah and Jonathan. and Jonathan. So I spent kids. 80 bucks on tickets and probably $120 on food and stuff. And everyone who was there had a bunch of kids. Yeah. And so, you know, they they have to keep the cost down and in order to keep the cost down and be able to rent the space and have the and hire the people, 
you're getting lesser food. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like, I've been to other, like, sporting events, like, uh, NFL games. The food at stadiums can be spectacular. It's just the, not. The there. food at the, um, the bees game, if I remember right, was pretty decent. Yeah. The bees food that I've, they can, they it's have, been a couple of years since I've been, but th- it was decent. It was about it was, I, on I par with the rest. I now, I, it's been a long time since I've so, been to a baseball game because baseball sucks. Food aside, I mean, concessions are, are one thing because they're concessions. They're what you're going to expect when you go to any mm. sporting event in the state of Utah. I will say that Real Salt Lake is definitely Stepping They're up their game with their concessions. Better. So that's why I was curious about the Viv, because I haven't been there in a while. They have, like, a Chick-fil-A, but they don't do fries. That's they have, good, like, that kind of thing. I hate Chick-fil-A fries. Yeah, well... Well, most people love them. So... Yeah, all it is is a, is, a, is a flat piece of potato. Heaven. Potato heaven. It's good. It's from <laughs> Jesus. not a fry. <laughs> it's the large chicken. It's a waffle fry. It's it, more, that's not a fry. More edges to be crispy. So I, I, I had a really good time. Speaking for myself... Yeah. I had a lot of fun. I'd go back. I, I thought it was fun. Yeah, I'd go back for sure. Um, season tickets would be interesting. There's so many damn games that uh, I, don't I think know. season tickets would be more fun because of the suites. Um, but just as a person that's cold all the time, by the time we left there, I needed to be gone, and then we just went out to a cold car. And luckily, Chris has seated <sighs> seats. But okay, so I gotta say, I'm gonna give a, an overall how I felt the night was. I felt like I was at a date night at Valley Fair Mall. That was about, and it, and it's because of what was going on around us. Well, yeah, because most of the people there, I feel like they were almost like at a baseball game. It was a social event. They, they were up and down the stairs and in and You out could the see doors. who was there to oh watch the game and you could see who was there to be at a social Napoleon event. Napoleon Dynamite behind me. And that's, yeah, and it's totally fine if it's a social event for people. It's a social event for people. Seriously, sounded like pulling dynamite. And he's yelling dumbass stuff like to the ref, that's why your life, wife left you, stuff like that, <laughs> which was kind of funny, but. That's good stuff. That's yeah. good stuff. <laughs> but that's what it felt like to me. If you've been to Valley Fair Mall, you know what I'm talking about. Like, it had that feel. It was still a lot of fun, um, but it, it certainly didn't feel like any sort of like crazy upscale event. No, yeah. Uh, and the fans there are passionate. Uh, there are some things that they do at the games that, uh, uh, like, you know, when, uh, they, uh, they come off of, uh, power play, they'll say, The Power Aid. Oh my God. Thanks. That hurt all of our listeners' ears as well. <laughs> no, power when they play. say, when they say, the, what was it? The bullfish, the something fit. The, the, when, whenever the opposing team is back to full, is back to full strength because their their guy in the penalty box got out. Everybody else, and they still suck. Yeah, that's that's those are the, fun things. Though. Those are the fun things about except for the Powerade guy. That's the announcer. He gets paid specifically to say the Powerade power. And play. I think he gets paid to say Maverick Center. Probably yes, he does. Those are things that like, he is required. I think to that say. there's a like a thing. Say Maverick Center at least three times in every sentence. He's got to cross it off. Uh-huh. I guarantee you there is. That's how sponsorships go. That's how you make your money. He gets paid to say those things. That's what he gets paid for. Sponsorship. Every time he, gotta, he says it, somebody's... Yeah. Just You're thinking about, oh, I should go get a Maverick thing at the Maverick thing. Oh, uh, no. I just thought it was annoying. <laughs> they should sell... Honestly, okay, so Maverick has a pretty damn good, like... In store Maverick grills, grills. like the, they're know, actually they good. They're they're stick. getting to the level of Wawa's on the East Coast, yeah. where they have like 
legit like they're making shit fresh like people in go station. there to eat it's so, not well, just gas station so food. texas texas is known for their gas station like yeah some of them restaurants in mm-hmm. the oh, gas yeah. station like the that's wawa back east yeah. like that you go in there Bucky's specifically yeah bucky's has yeah. a full-on restaurant in the gas station yeah. and, and so like maverick's and good at that yeah this is what i don't understand they could easily produce the they're same up, yeah. stuff at now i know it's a sponsorship thing right and and part of the sponsorship is they get there were some maverick concession stands same thing there's like a maverick stop at the at the rsl stadium as well but i feel like they're missing a, a big opportunity there and it's because it's not maverick that's catering it it's it's, it's probably Bloody. levy foods but i would i would agree if maverick served their own food. actually i don't think it was levy foods it's diamond concessions actually is it really for because because the... I looked at the the credit card charges were diamond concessions. Oh, that's oh yeah, right. you're right. It's not Levy restaurants. So Levy is must be the the Viv and Rio Tinto. Rio Tinto. So but, yeah, if they serve their own food that they serve in their own gas stations, they're yeah. missing a golden opportunity there to to really. I know the the Maverick just down from me by the district was closed for about three weeks. Because they tore out part of it and put one of those kitchens in, like mm-hmm. the actual make yep. it their kitchen. Yeah, the bonfire grill. It's called the bonfire and grill. Pizzas and in the they morning, make pizzas. They do, they do breakfast burritos. They do regular burritos sa- sa- and tacos, and gravy biscuits, and yeah, stuff they, like that. Dude, Maverick is the bomb. They've really gotten their shit figured out. They make a lot of stuff fresh, and it's good. Um, it is. I mean, you think gas station food, but it's like other states. But level. people are like going there to eat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's a common thing. People stop in the gas station, grab a bite to eat in the morning or in the no, afternoon. I agree. That's a, that's a really good point. I've gone to Maverick for lunch more than once. Um, and they have really good hot chocolate, and that's why I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> like so, it's, it's actually re- like Maverick's hot chocolate at the stadium at RSL is really good. So I would I would say the hockey games are a good family night. Yeah, I, I will say this. I think you guys got out pretty quickly. How long did you wait to get out of the parking lot? Maybe. They just zoomed across. 10, though. 12 minutes, maybe. We waited 45 minutes. We were stuck at a dead standstill five feet from our parking spot for half an hour. Now, I think what happened was there was probably a wreck. Oh, maybe. And it got to a point where, like, when we got around that it, curve. It went, like, from, from yellow to red. When we got around that curve... You know where you get on the actual street we to turn? Right by each All three yeah. of us were parked yeah. late. So we got on that curve. You guys chose right to go in down yeah. and through. In our lane, we just got stuck. And so when we went around that curve, I'm like, I am not turning right to go on to 35th. And I turned left out of oncoming traffic lanes because I didn't want to wait. And like six other people did it before me. And we got out and it was fine after that. But th- that parking lot was a mess. And... Again, that's the worst part of the experience to me is getting out of that damn. Knowing lot. what I know now, I would park. I would make the longer walk to and from. Yeah. To park closer to the exit. Yeah. Because yeah. I didn't even really think about that. But I mean, we were. I would say we were in the middle of the parking lot. Yeah. What, what, I think it was because you guys went across, and so Again, you yeah, got you guys to went the like exit, an aisle or two. And past. we went. So we stayed in our aisle, but you oh, guys yeah, cut kinda, through the parking. And we had and we had like the aisle that we were in had like four things feeding into it and no one moved. Yeah. And I do think there must have been an accident because no one moved. Well, because we all left at the same time. We all got in our cars at the same time. Yep. Yep. So what? how about you, Julia? What did you and Brighton think? That was Brighton's first like hockey game, I think. 
Ever? Probably. He might have gone, like, when he was really little, so it doesn't really count. Uh, he didn't like that we kept talking. He was trying to focus on the game. But, <laughs> I mean, it was fun. It was it was a little confusing to kind of figure out where we were supposed to go. There weren't really very well-labeled signs on the stairs, I guess. Oh, when we got there. But, I wasn't talking. So. I, I disagree with that. I think it was easy to find. But I've been to lots of arenas in my day, and they're all like that. I've only been to, like, two. So yeah, I've been to the Vivint and that one. They're all like that. You look for the portal signs, and you see if it's going up yeah, or down the number. The, they have the same complaint at Rio Tinto, because people see the sign on the one side, and they think that it's for the other side, and you're, it's not. Fun. Uh, but, yeah, I guess I've been to the Riot, too. But I liked that they had the little market thing going on. That was fun. The The apparel is very overpriced, but... It's normal. Oh, did you mean the gift shop? Like yeah, the, the forty dollar cap. Store? Yeah, that's, that's uh, just a team that's store. team store. That's licensed yeah. apparel. Makes sense. That's but, what you're yeah, gonna pay fun. for licensed apparel. Unless you go when RSL is like cleaning out the storage rooms and they're selling all their old shit, then you can find some good stuff for really cheap. But otherwise, that's what you're gonna pay for yeah. licensed merchandise. Way better than the Leonardo, hands down. <laughs> that's not even hard man oh that reminds me so I, to, to bag on the fucking Leonardo some more if you want to hear about how shitty the Leonardo is go back a few months we, we went there in the spring and sorry not sorry Leonardo fuck you guys are terrible figure out something better to do I so, mean when I sh- they do the specialized events I think that they, they excel but to just go there so I went I, I went I saw a video on TikTok and it was a lady at the Le- I think I sent it to you. One of the, you yeah. either sent it to me or I sent it to you. And there's yeah. a lady sitting in the there was the Van Gogh thing and she goes, sitting here wondering why I paid forty dollars to listen to a shitty soundtrack and watch a Leonardo screensaver. A, yeah, a, screen, like a screensaver of Leonardo. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't was Leonardo. It was uh, uh, Van Gogh. Van Gogh. Oh, Van Gogh. It's yeah. her sitting in the thing, and it, it, and it really because it, when the when the girl described it to me when I went when we went there, I was like. That sounds fucking dumb and totally not worth thirty to forty fucking dollars. To yeah, they just have a projector with like a. They have a projector that does the whole that, room. That does the whole room, and you Which, sit down. I, mean, I guess could be cool, but not for that much money. Fuck, I can watch that. No, because you're just doing a projector. Look, I got you a could chair. Do that for free at your house. I got a chair in my office. And, and about five and a half feet in front of it, a fifty-five inch fucking TV because I didn't have anywhere else in my house to put it. And it's just the same. I could throw up my screensaver on that and turn play, the lights off. I could put some charge thirty bucks. Better fucking music on and better visuals. The new Utah podcast immersive experience. <laughs> we'll just throw the logo up there. Smoke we'll some just, weed. Every once in a while, one of our pictures will pop up. Do mushrooms. It's like the handsome planetarium laser light show in my office over there. Yeah, yeah. I'm I just kidding. either I sent that to you or you sent it to me. But yeah, I saw the same one. Like, and I'm like, I was like, really? And whoever one of you sent it sent it to me too. Like seriously, like. That that is that that just sums it up. Like that's so glad we didn't pay for that. It was but, way better for well, what we five did. bucks. I would easily go to a Grizzlies game again, and I think like later in the season, uh, especially if they're doing well, those games get more. Full. I, I would assume so because this was very early, and then we were playing Idaho, so it was yeah. there. Well, I mean, Idaho is the rival now, right? Because they're the closest. I think so because they're the only ones in the um, the only other fish in this pond. But you know that's. Uh, I think it would definitely be worth it to to watch um, more hockey games live. I love live sporting events. So, so I'm so I'm the same way with most sporting events. I'm not a huge watch sporting events on TV, but to go to most sporting events, I really enjoy it because it's the whole thing. You're part of the whole 
group and, mm-hmm. and part of the crowd. And, and it, so I, I really like going to events. I'm just mad that I didn't realize I could take my cowbell. I don't think you could have, babe. Some people did. Yeah, they have a clapper thing. Different, different kind of cowbell, first off. I know what your cowbell is. Yeah. And you couldn't get your bag in, so I don't know how you were going to I could have just carried it. Yeah. Uh, you really could have. If you would have just been like, oh, okay, and then just walked through, they would have let you in with it, I guarantee It was so dumb, though, because like my coat has like these great big huge pockets and like interior pockets. Like I literally could have taken everything from my purse and like, put it in my pockets. Probably. It was just the lady that happened to be working the door I'm when we tell- tried to go yeah, through. I'm telling you, it was just the lady. She's just stupid. Like, well, we're gonna have this NBA thing, and we're getting everybody used to it. Great, great. We've That's not, not what this, this is. is the first time we've been to a game. Some of us ever, most of us in ten years. We don't care about your NBA. Yeah, thing. we're here tonight anyway. Yeah, I, I, that's what I told. They don't. They don't get paid no. to give a shit about that. They're they're not even part of the organization that fucking runs that place. So, uh, anyway, it was fine. I would recommend um, definitely going to a, a Grizzly yes. game. It's fun. Um, um, I can, I, in comparison to Real Salt Lake games, it's, uh, still fun. Um, I'm not obviously as into hockey as I am soccer, but, uh, I would go, I'd go again. I mean, I think if it was something that we went to regularly and, and we got with the, you know, we found out where the found your crowd, found your peeps, right. You found out where the, the fan groups are and stuff like that. You could, you could get into it. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. Um, but. You know, I don't have time for two sports in my life. There's a World Cup going on right now. So yeah, I would say that was one of that was one of our better. That was a that was a good Utah yeah, event. Good. And I would good. I would recommend it to anybody yeah. who wanted to go. And I know like the schools which actually out like right after like a day or two after we bought our tickets, Heather's like, Oh, we've got a whole stack of those Coupons yeah, they, after sure school. They, they get discount coupons and stuff, I bet, yeah. At the school, I'm like... Oh, yeah, when I was a kid, like in elementary, well, they had, like, the Grizzlies come do, like, so uh, we, assemblies we and went, stuff. I don't know, two or three, four times when these guys were younger, because, yeah, they'd come to the school, do a little thing, yeah. and then give you, like, buy one, get one free tickets. Anyway, Heather's like, I've got a stack room sitting on my desk, like, we already bought the ticket. So, I mean, it wasn't that big of a deal. But, but still, that would have been great, because then we could have got... And so that... And that's what I... gotten even more nachos. <laughs> that's what I would recommend if you're going to go, yeah. is look for those they deals. Have them, and I would... I would almost guarantee that at Maverick, and I know I've seen them before at Maverick, they have coupons at Maverick. Like two for one. Yeah, they, they have or... them up there at the front desk, or, or it's like buy. You probably found them on Groupon. So back, back, to your, back to your original suggestion of lowering the price, I think that's how they do that and still get people to come. That's true. There are ways to get discount tickets. That's so, true. That's and that's true. what I would recommend. And uh, also, don't pay 30 bucks for a ticket. Get a ticket where you want to go. Um, I'm not part of the organization. I don't fucking care. You're going to buy shit there anyway, which is how they make their money. Go there and then go Move, fucking yeah. sit wherever you want because I guarantee you, Once it start, yeah. by the second period, everyone that's coming is already there. And if the stadium's still half, if the arena's half empty, yeah. you go well, find a different seat. And seriously, the difference between our $20 and the $30 tickets was the road. The aisle. The, yeah, aisle. the aisle. Yeah, the aisle. So past one little railing. Yep. Yeah. And. Which if, is how it is every in every right, season. I mean, that's how it goes. Honest. But and if you and if you sit in someone else's seat, they're just going to ask you to move. Yeah, they're you're just like, oh, sit. Oops. and they might not even give a shit. Yeah, they're going to go. That's my seat. You go. Oh, sorry, sorry. Move down, move down a row. <laughs> <Yeah>. Literally, <laughs> like the whole fucking middle of the place was pretty empty. So. The thirty dollars seats. That's yeah. funny. It was the, so that all empty. Thirty dollars seats. And everything else by the by the by the end of the first quarter, people filled in. Yeah. It's not a quarter. It's a period. Or a period. It was. They're thirds. I'm thirds. not a giant hockey fan, but I 
fucking pisses me off when people screw Today, stuff up like that up. The, they were watching at my work and I was watching obviously at home. And so I was messaging a couple of people there and Jeff goes, how long's the half? I'm like, dude, it was 15 minutes. It's over. They've started playing again. It's Four. like, oh, I need to get back down there. Half time. You mean you said the half halves are 45 minutes in soccer. Sorry, but whatever. Half time. <laughs> uh, all right. All right. Let's do this real quick. I'm going to grab this Oracle card. We're down to the last part. The year's almost she's over. She's not paying attention, so I'm We're just going to do the last that. couple cards. Um, <laughs> believe what you see. Well, we saw hockey. Force reality or face reality or live in fucking La La Land. Choose bravely. There well, this says yeah. believe what you see. So which? So it's giving me a choice, though. To believe in reality or believe in La La Land? Did yeah. you read it right? Fucking La La Land. Yeah, face reality or live in fucking La La Land. Julie, take a picture of that and post it. Let people, let our, let our listeners decide. <laughs> As you're deciding, you can let us know on social media at TNU Podcast what you thought um, uh, of that Oracle card or the Grizzlies. And if you're a Grizzly player and want to be on the show, then uh, let us know. Or an RSL player or... I mean, if you just want to be on the show, jazz I Jazz mean, player. I don't give a shit. If you sit at home and pretend to be an author, you can let us know and maybe <laughs> we'll have you on the show. We've had some of those. Um, we have a fun end of the year coming up with some, some yep. fun stuff that we're doing. I'm excited for our guests next week. I really hope they don't have to reschedule again. <laughs> They're not far away, but things come up, and uh, um, I'm really excited to talk to them and what we're we're doing here in December. So if you like what you hear, please share it. That's what helps us more than anything. Uh, go out to our website, thenewutah.com. See all the awesome blogs that Brie puts up every once in a while. She's already- I, I missed one because I- down. Yeah. It, last week was rough. Uh, and uh, <laughs> hopefully you have a, a good holiday season. Remember to shop locally. Um, you know, hopefully- Oh, yeah. Julia, how'd your- uh, Small Business Saturday go? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> My Black Friday was a little weak, but that's okay. That's the third a, day, not a person showed up, so we just closed early. But uh, that's all right, though. That's all but, right. Yeah, it that's, was fun. That's uh, small businesses for you. So yep. But go patronize a local business. Um, you know, this holiday season, get gift cards, get gifts for your friends and family. I'm sure and with next week rolling into December, we'll have some lists of December oh, activities. Yeah. You so. betcha. You betcha. Have a good week, folks. <laughs>